everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. Lots of news today. Yeah, it's all centered on kind of the same thing. Yes. At least the Disney Parks blog. It seems to be all about Disney 100. That's right. If you're a Disney fan, you know that Monday was the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. And uh, thus, uh, the Disney Parks blog has a ton of 100-year content. So I just thought we'd focus on a couple of the the fun ones. Okay. Uh, The first one looked at a history of Disney's castles around the world. Mm -hmm. Do you know what the first castle was? Sleeping Beauty Castle. Sleeping Beauty Castle in Disneyland in 1955, followed by? Cinderella's Castle. Cinderella Castle in Walt Disney World in 1971. Tokyo Disney also built a Cinderella Castle in 1983. Mm -hmm. Disneyland in 1992 created Les Châteaux de la Belle à Bois Dormant. In Disneyland Paris. In Disneyland Paris, Mm -hmm. which means Sleeping Beauty Castle. Okay. So they seem to flip-flop back and forth there. Uh, and then Shanghai Disney opened in 2016, and they went with a completely different concept. They have the Enchanted Storybook Castle. That, like, combines all of them, though. It has seven towers that um, show Disney, Shanghai Disneyland's guiding principles of authentically Disney but distinctly Chinese. Okay. So they have um, blended in China's national flower pe- uh, peonies uh, and Disney stars and crowns with princess symbols. So it's a little bit... Uh, a little bit of a, a mishmash of stuff, mm-hmm. but it okay. looks very cool. Yep. And in 2005, uh, Sleeping Beauty Castle in Disneyland Park uh, was replicated in Hong Kong Disneyland. Very good. So they did modify that in 2020 into the Castle of Magical Dreams. All right. You think, is anyone ever going to do Ariel's castle? Probably not. Or Prince Eric's castle? No, they did it. Did they do it anywhere? No. No, they did the Beast's castle. They did. And as part of the... Reimagining of Fantasyland, right in Disney World, but, but it's not a full size castle you can walk in or no. through. But I feel like if there's another park somewhere, they need to like pick one of those. Okay, do something a little different, right? All right, we've also got a story on the exclusive Disney 100 merch. Of course, you can get everything from Van sneakers to shirts to um, Pandora bracelets. Um, they've even got some uh, special Citizen watches, Ray Ban sunglasses. And Joffrey's Disney 100 Blend Coffee. So you can check out Shop Disney and take a look at the 100 limited edition merch that they have there. You're right. Because it will only be around. For a year. For a year. Um, There's a new Disney 100 experience on TikTok. The Disney 100 experience on TikTok features unique Disney videos, trivia challenges, character cards of favorite Disney characters to collect and trade, unique profile badges, and more. It also lets you create your own videos with custom Disney effects and music. So if you're one of the cool kids and you have a TikTok account, you can do that. Right. We do not have a TikTok account. I do have one. Do you really? Yeah. I mean, I don't have like, I don't have a a traveling with Cheryl TikTok, but I just have a regular old Cheryl Bonasso TikTok. All right. I did not know that. Mm Mm-hmm. And then finally, they have 100 years of Disney stories on display at Disney's Hollywood Studios. If you go to Walt Disney Presents in Disney Hollywood Studios, uh, you can check out a lot of stuff uh, related to the company during its first 100 years. Uh, You know, scale models, um, the movable plane camera that is kind of what put Disney on the map as far as animation goes. And uh, it's a really cool thing if you haven't checked it out when you're at Hollywood Studios, you might want to. It's a nice, cool place. They usually have some current costumes and, and usually have a little film, right. uh, depending depending upon what is debuting right. or mm-hmm. you get the history of Walt Disney. 
So that's all from the parks blog. So let's head on over to Disneyland. All the scaffolding has been removed from the Adventureland Treehouse at Disneyland as the opening window nears. That's right. We don't know what that specific opening date is because it has not yet been released. Um, but it was given a fall 2023 opening window. So it we looks, know it looks so good. It does. We know that it will be open at some point before the third week in December because that's when winter starts. Okay. So this new this new old treehouse. It's reimagined treehouse. It's reimagined, but once again, it takes its um, Swiss Family Robinson inspired theming. Yeah, it, it was went originally back to where the Swiss Family Treehouse, and then it became Tarzan's Treehouse in 1999. And now, after 24 years, it is back to being a Swiss Family Robinson inspired treehouse. All right. Two areas in Toontown at Disneyland were set to reopen and temporarily close as part of refurbishment efforts in the reimagined land at Disneyland. Um, Now the operating calendar has been updated, showing that the dates for these changes have shifted a bit. That's right. Centennial Park was originally scheduled to reopen on October 23rd. However, based on the Disneyland Resort's website's operating hours, it will not be reopened until October 30th. Um, And then the operating hours for that day are listed from 8 a.m. to 12 a.m. So it will be a long day with uh, the Centennial Park reopening. Uh, And then Goofy's How-To Play Yard will have a temporary closure. That was supposed to be closed at the same day that Centennial Park would reopen. But now, of course, that closure has also been moved back to October 30th. That uh, area is expected to be closed through Friday, November 10th. Of course, that is subject to change. Uh, This is all part of, you know, Mickey's Toontown they reopened after reimagining this year, and it's been undergoing various temporary closures due to this artificial turf that they've put down. So uh, artificial turf, good. However, maybe not in the way that it's being utilized here. Yeah, they did not make a good choice. Maybe it's the brand they bought. Right. They're hoping to have the entire area finished by November. All right, good. That's all the news from California, so let's head on over to Florida. Two new shoulder plushes are ready to hit the parks. That's right. We have new shoulder plushes, uh, Chip from Beauty and the Beast and Chubby from Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Uh, I just like any story that has Chubby in it because I think it's a a fun name. It's cute, though. I forgot who he was. He's the bird. Yeah. Very cute. So shoulder plushes are, of course, the magnetic uh, little characters that you can use the magnet to hold them on your shoulder, and then they just sit there. The uh, Chubby is a lot cuter than Chip. Yes. Chip is all smushy. Yeah. He just doesn't stand up well. No. October 16th was the grand opening of Journey of Water, inspired by Moana. Um, A new Epcot map has debuted featuring the latest attraction. That's right. And of course, whenever we get a new map, we also get the attraction added to the My Disney Experience app. So uh, they're both in there and uh, it's fun times. Sounds like we have a bell tower in our living room. Yeah, it's fun. (laughs) We just got our old grandfather clock. Uh, Poppy took it apart, fixed it up. Um, it's getting some take, some taking, it's taking some getting used to, Yes. to, uh, it's every 15 minutes. And we did, we did mention it last show as well. Oh, was it going we off did, last was, show? Yeah. I don't know. It just went off now. And yeah, I feel like I'm in the middle of a bell tower. All right. Anyway, um, Disney has released an hour long relaxing nighttime ASMR video of Journey of Water. That's right. If you're looking for background noise while you are working, studying, or relaxing, this new video showcases the relaxing sounds of nature in Journey of Water, inspired by Moana at Epcot. Uh, The video is on the Disney Parks YouTube channel and includes nighttime views of the newest attraction, which opened on October 16th. 
the sounds were recorded in binaural audio, a style of audio recorded to create a 3D audio effect as if it was being heard live. For the best experience, they suggest to wear headphones or probably earbuds. Uh, the full audio visual, visual experience is 16 minutes and 30 seconds long, but it is a looped runtime of one hour, six minutes, and 11 seconds. I might have to check that out. Yeah. It is called Sounds of Calm. Nice. Do you know what usually happens when I listen to an hour's worth of running water? What? I have to pee. I bet. I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. Disney has offered a glimpse at some of the exclusive theming that guests attending the upcoming Disney Jollywood Nights holiday party are going to see. That's right. If you were watching Good Morning America on October 16th, uh, you got a little sneak peek at what Mickey and friends would be wearing on uh, during Jollywood Nights. Uh, the costumes combine the holiday spirit with the glitz and glamour of early 20th century Hollywood. Uh, that's the aesthetic that Disney Jollywood Nights is attempting to achieve. Uh, Mickey wears a yellow striped boat, boater hat between his ears, and the hat's vivid teal U is replicated on his overshirt. Mickey also has an orange t-shirt, white pants, and pink shoes. It's like a Miami Vice episode there, it seems like. doesn't look very... They're cute, but it doesn't look very Christmassy. Yeah. Minnie wears a pink and green dress with yellow buttons and white detailing. She also has a festive bow on her right ear. Goofy and Donald are wearing green sweaters. Goofy has orange pants, a red and white green scarf, and a Santa hat, while Donald rounds out his primarily red scarf with a pastel orange Santa hat. Of course, Donald is pantless, as he always (laughs) is. Uh, And Daisy wears a sweater with a teal bow while Pluto dons red reindeer ears and a festive collar with a starlight peppermint candy ornament. They're using pink instead of red and they're using like mint green instead of real green. So Mm -hmm. nothing about this looks Christmassy. But that's the way Hollywood was in the early 20th century. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, they're cute costumes. Oh, they're adorable. It just, you know, you could look at that picture 10 years later and you're not going to know you were there at Christmas time. (laughs) New Pocahontas, Miko, and Goofy meet-and-greets have opened at Animal Kingdom. That's right. Pocahontas and her, uh, what is he, uh, raccoon friend Miko are appearing in the Oasis section of the park, while Goofy is over at Donald's Dino Bash in Dino Land, USA. Awesome. Pocahontas is on the bridge to Discovery Island in front of the rocks on the east side of the o- o- Oasis. Goofy is meeting next to Triceratops Spin and Miko... Miko is next to Garden Gate Gifts, which is also where Divine appears in the mornings. Yep. Now let's jump on into entertainment news. That was really fast. It was. Um, Okay, here we go. Disney's releasing Wish songs every Wednesday until November 22nd, 22nd, and tickets are on sale now for the movie. That's right. Wish is, of course, Disney's uh, new animated film debuting on November 22nd. Uh, And as Cheryl mentioned, they are debuting songs from the film every Wednesday, they are uh, uh, being released on uh, X, which used to be known as Twitter. Seems like an odd platform. Yes, it does. I mean, there's not a lot of kids on X. No. Also, if you happen to watch the Wonderful World of Disney, Disney's 100th anniversary celebration on Sunday night, you got to catch a sneak peek of uh, Wish. Awesome. I did not see that. We watched the little special, but... We did. We watched uh, Once Upon a Studio. Right. Uh, Once Upon a Studio is now available on Disney+. Plus. Mm. It features 543 different animated characters from 85 different features and shorts. It was very cute. It was. If you're a fan of the MCU on Disney+, Plus, you might remember last year's special presentation, Werewolf by Night, was released. Mm -hmm. This year they are releasing Werewolf by Night, 
in color, so oh. it will not be in black and white. Okay. They have a special trailer up for it, and it debuts on Disney Plus on October 20th. All right. Were you a fan of the Disney uh, animated series from the 90s, Gargoyles? I don't think I ever saw it. Nor do I, because I think in the 90s I was already 40 years old. <laughs> I was not, but I didn't see that. Uh, but apparently the 1990s animated series Gargoyles is being turned into a live-action series for Disney+. Plus, right. uh, And that is according to The Hollywood Reporter. Um, Gary Doberman is teaming up with uh, Atomic Monster to create the series. And the show is in early development, according to Disney-branded television. Very good. That wraps up Disney news. So what do we have going on with Universal? Um, details about the Fast and Furious roller coaster that's coming to Universal Studios Hollywood have been announced. That's right. They've been revealed. Well, they were revealed uh, back on the Universal NGU website. Uh, and there's been a lot of concern because there is a residential neighborhood at the towards the backside of the park. Mm-hmm. And there are some concerns that this new roller coaster will, uh, the sound will affect the community. Right. Well, uh, Universal has shared their commitment to the community. They have four layers of mitigation. They're putting in a low rumble track with pea gravel. They're creating a sound wall. They're using half pipe shields. The ride vehicles are going to uh, rotate 360 degrees, and they will rotate away from the community during mm. certain screen points. Okay, that's um, pretty cool. So uh, this new ride is going to traverse uh, up and down the the two hills. There's a, a upper lot and a lower lot mm-hmm. at Universal in Hollywood. This is going to go between both lots. Um, and, uh, you know, there's expected to be some noise. It's, it's going to be on the site of, uh, the former site of animal actors and, um, you know, they're doing the best they can to meet the community standards. There's going to be sound monitoring going on. So this is just part of Universal's commitment to their community mm, yeah. while still being able to draw people in. Yeah. That would stink to be in that neighborhood. Yeah. That is interesting though, that they're doing like, they're turning the cars away from, mm-hmm. um, from the residential area when people scream. Right. <laughs> I didn't actually know that this was happening, but apparently Universal is putting in a Halloween Horror Nights-style year-round attraction in Las Vegas. Well, then you must have been asleep during that show uh, when we mentioned they were putting a location in Las Vegas. I don't pay that much attention to uh, Halloween Horror Nights information. Well, it has been announced that Universal Horror Unleashed will be the name of the new experience coming to Las Vegas. As Cheryl mentioned, it's going to be the first ever year-round horror experience uh, from Universal. It's going to be 110,000 square feet, and the anchor tenant in a 20-acre expansion to uh, a place called Area 15. Universal says the destination will feature a continuously updated experience, must-see seasonal events, and have one-of-a-kind merchandise. It will bring to life Universal's vast library of classic films and today's most terrifying tales. All right, good. So if you like to be scared, you can now get it year-round no. in Las Vegas. No, but I, I think that's probably going to do really well. Mm-hmm. Halloween Horror Nights is a huge hit. Especially if they change it up. Yeah, right. You, know, like, you can't yeah. leave these things static. Right, yeah. Construction walls have gone up in Marvel Superhero Island at Universal's Islands of Adventure for another round of refurbishment work. That's right. It's time for more refurb work. Last winter, the crews repainted much of the land. In the spring, the Meteor Crash Plaza was refurbished as was uh, an extension of the comic shop. The fruit stand got a new sign, and the J. Jonah Jameson statue returned after an absence of several years. The new construction walls block block access to most uh, most of the Alterniverse store facade. Um, The walls are decorated with Marvel characters to make it, you know, not that bad. You can still get in uh, through the side entrance. Very good. I say that a lot. Yeah. I need to, like, switch it up. That's nice. Good job on that story, Tony. Thank you. You're welcome. 
So that's all the news for today. We'll be back on Friday. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>